Why then? Why did you lie to them and tell them that you'll finish this podcast before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out? Got it memorized. The Kingdom Hearts recap podcast that recapped Kingdom Hearts and the world ends with you, and is now doing the world ends with you cameo stuff in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance because fuck it. My name is Joe, and I'm joined as always by Wheels. How are you, Wheels? I'm weirdly tired. I'll just be frank. I thought you were Wheels. Oh, uh, this. Uh, hi, Wheels. I'm Dad. <laughs> I had a great night's sleep last night. And then I slept some more this afternoon, and I just woke up from a nap. Uh, <laughs> this is the game for it, though. I think I think your body yeah, knew we true. were coming back to Dream oh, Drop. Oh, damn, you're right. This, this, you know, it's weird. I was thinking about watching this. I was like, we were just doing this a year ago, and I think I understand it less now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's interesting how, like, certain things make more sense having gone through the world ends with you, and also... Some things are more confusing now because I can't just write it off to. Uh, must be a oh, it's that thing. game I haven't played. Yeah, in, in reality, they are building upon those concepts and mixing them with bullshit Kingdom Hearts concepts that like. Exactly. That's what's so weird about going back and rewatching this. Yeah, and which I'm glad I, I'm glad we did. A lot of this is it's going to be like a mix of recap and probably questions we ask and don't answer. If y'all like that, if y'all like how J.J. Abrams makes films. <laughs> but that's more uh, of a Damon Lindelof jam. They just go hand in hand. Sure. Commonly. Yeah. I just I just think about how that's why The Force Awakens is better than than Rise of Skywalker because he's great at asking questions and he's not good at answering questions. Anyways, this isn't this isn't a film review podcast, unfortunately, uh, unless you want to go to our uh, Patreon and listen to us watch the Star Wars Christmas special. My, I don't we actually really know. fucking did that one. We did that, and it's much longer. Is Rise than of the Skywalker better than the Christmas special? Barely. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't get into it, but it. I. It is better. Anyways, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, there is a there is a bottom of the barrel in the Christmas special. Anyways, Sora wakes up in Traverse Town. Yeah, uh, if if you already forgot, because it feels like it's been ten hours since we did the intro of this show, mm-hmm. we are gonna be recapping. Um, a bit we've already recapped from Kingdom Hearts. Now that we've done, now that we've recapped all of the World Ends With You, we're revisiting the World Ends With You cameo stuff within Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, it's kind of like if we do the entire, every, every, the World Ends With You piece of media. New Game Plus. Yeah, yeah, this is just, you know, continuing our World Ends With You stuff, we would be doing this, but, you know, we've also already done it. And it's it's interesting. Actually, I listened back to our episode on it. Uh, it's I mean, it's it's funny to just to listen to our confusion to be like, oh, yeah, I know what that is now. And oh, yeah. And also us like posit questions that were, in fact, answered by Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> oh, huh. Uh, so I, I recommend that re-listen if, if y'all want to. It's amazing to me. It. So what you're proposing is that Kingdom Hearts 3 concretely says something it, it it concretely says one thing which is in the world ends with you or in dream drop distance when we were talking about the end of the second traverse town visit 
Sora says, she, see you in Shibuya. And I said, that's never going to fucking happen. Oh, oh so, no. Oh, no. If nothing else, we got that. Yeah. Uh, let's just let's just start it off the top of the Traverse Town stuff. If the listener remembers, Traverse Town is where all the World Ends With You stuff happens in Dream Drop Distance. Sora wakes up. He is surprised that he's in Traverse Town. Um, he's looking for Riku. He says, what happened to Riku? Because uh, they both went into the sleeping worlds together. Uh, but now they're separated. Sora says, what happened to Riku? Riku? Hello? Riku? Naku's there. Uh-huh. And says, shut it. Talk about noise. Sora, right? Yeah, but how do you know that? Good fucking question. Uh, Naku looks at his hands and says, looks like you're not a player. I think the first time I watched footage of Dream Drop Distance, I was watching footage of one of the ports, one of the console ports. I guess the console port then. Mm-hmm. This time I watched someone playing the 3DS version, so maybe that's why I didn't notice this before. And But maybe it's just the same in both, and I'm just slow at picking up stuff like this. Um, When Neku looks at his hand, Sora has gloves on. Huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> would, how would the timer show up on top of the gloves, or would it be under it and he just doesn't know? I would assume it would be under the gloves, because... You raise because their an hands excellent like burn. question. Their hands burn when the timer comes. Yeah, but I mean, he's in a weird... Like, he wakes up in Traverse Town, he's like, oh, these new fucking clothes. If Sora just didn't... All I'm saying is it's a possibility. It is. And I, I, I'd have to go back and look at Riku's hands in the video, but I know he wears something on his left hand where rocks has fucked him up. To this day, he wears shit on his left hand. I think left hand could be right hand. I like to think that for their entire lives, they've had timers on one hand, but they've never noticed because they always have gloves and they just have uh, even beyond Finish the, the franchise, you of... have 25 years. Yeah, exactly. God. I mean... You know, I just watched it and I didn't even fucking blink when he pulls his hand down. It was like, no timer. Nuh-uh. It's, it seemed so blatant to me the second go around. Yeah. Why didn't I ask this question before? Lord knows how many times I've seen this fucking cutscene. Exactly. Wild. I, 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 that is, that is, I never expected like us to bring in such a big question. <laughs> in, into, I mean, it's nothing. It's, right? um, like, it's, clearly... I, it's nothing, but... But it's funny. It is. Anyways, he's not a player because he doesn't have a timer, presumably. Nike says, come on, keep up. In the game, players get marked with a time limit. In this game, I can't afford to lose. I need my game partner. Sora says, that's okay. Not, that's not how they say it in Twooey. They never say game partner. That sounds so much sillier than partner. Well, this is, this is, yeah, this is definitely written for someone who has never played it. Yeah. It's, it's weird because this is like half that re-explaining the game and also... Fan and also fuck you also fuck you if you haven't played world that's with you kind of yeah it's like a weird mix of here's it if you don't know but we're still gonna do the fan service anyway like joshua still has mm-hmm. wings they make a point to use beats full name for some reason in one scene uh anyway sora says i don't know about any game but can i help neku says what time out do you ri- do you trust every total stranger you meet yes look sorry you're no good you're no good. And my pact is with someone else. Okay, so we can't be partners. I've forgotten what voice we did for Neku, and we did N- World Neku Ends voice. with You last week. Neku voice, I'm Neku. Neku voice, I'm baby. Uh-huh. Sora says, okay, so we can't be partners. Why can't I just help you out as your friend? Now we're friends. It's not that easy. 
So, I we glossed over it. Neku doesn't answer how he knows his name, and he's still like, I'm your friend now. It's like, that's just, uh-huh. a, that's just a good sign that someone that yes. you have never seen before knows your name. Well, I mean, we know, we do know, we, we will know learn why. why. We right. know, the viewer. I, do you, it's been a while, Joe. You remember that Sora's like really dumb, right? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure that, that like, you know, it's been a while. So, like, we've been used to, like, Beat dumb, um, but Beat's actually smart. Yes. Beat, Beat's very good in these days. And they're in, in these, 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 are, these aren't days, I don't think. Maybe they are. Who knows? Dream drop distance. <laughs> yep, there it is. Uh, Sora says, uh, uh, I don't know if you said this line where Neku says, now we're friends. It's not that easy. Sora says, I'm not saying it is, but you could make it easier. Yeah, sounds great. Whatever. Cool, lead the way. Fucking Neku does the flow mode, and he dashes through Traverse Town. You learn how to do that. This is, uh, we're going to get into some shit where maybe we don't know what the fuck is happening with these characters, but it is out the gate interesting that Neku is not characterized anymore the way he was at the end of the game. Yeah, like his character growth is gone. Yeah, it's it's confusing. Kind of. I mean, he, like, yeah, because he's like he says a weird, rude thing to Shiki, and he's weird to Sora, and he's like, ah, friends. But then later, he's like, Joshua, I love you. Yeah, he's. They kind of want to have their cake and eat it too. I think. Yeah. Which I get because, like, well, I, presumably these are not the people who originally wrote them, right? Which is, I think a thing that makes me more hesitant on if they will continue to be included in future Kingdom Hearts games because The World Ends With You is very good mm-hmm. um, and written very well, despite the occasional smacking of gender. Mm-hmm. The whole, I mean, the whole thing doesn't smack of gender, but parts of it do. Yes. You learn how to flow moat. You fight some Dream Eaters along with Neku. Neku summons some Dream Eaters. He says his name is Neku Sakuraba. Sora is like, that's a long name. And Neku says, no, it's really not. I just have a last name, you fool. Yeah. Are um, these jokes funny the second time? I gotta ask to the listener. Just rate us five stars on Are you on gonna iTunes. wait until are you gonna wait until they respond? No, just, we got just, the rest of a podcast. No, just if they if it, if they are funny, rate five stars on iTunes. Oh, I got and you. if they're not funny, donate on Patreon so we have the money to get better. Hey, I like that. Or do both. Anyways, yeah, Sora beats up some shit. And then he's, like, delivered to... Oh, no, we get the, we get a flashback to Yen Sid, which we're not going to fucking bother with. It explains how Dream Eaters no. work. Sora has a friend, and then Neku's like, Hey, I brought you Sora to, to the void. He just yells up in, I think, 3rd District. And he's like, Hey, I brought you Sora. It still w- is wild to me that you... Can just name the districts of Traverse Town when they're I've named. I played Kingdom Hearts such one boring a lot. as Third District. I mean, I, I've I've certainly been around Traverse Town a grip, but I still couldn't tell you what Second District is. Is it's that the, the one with the hotel on the side? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Okay, with for, the... okay, so maybe I do know them. <laughs> the first one's where you fucking start. You yeah. just said the second one. Process of elimination. Yeah. This is the third district, which in this game, I don't remember if it's in Kingdom Hearts 1, but in this game, it has a uh, lady in the tramp by the fountain. I mean, it's still dumb. Sure. Anyways, it's young Master Xehanort, who we don't know yet, but he comes to collect Sora as payment for uh, a deal he had with Neku, but then Sora just falls asleep. 
Yeah, we, presumably Neku thinks that the that young Xehanort is a reaper because he was told to bring... It is implied that young Xehanort started this game, though. We'll talk about that later, but okay. it's there are some interesting lines that make me confused. Also, it is very clearly stated that uh, the worlds were probably split by young Master Xehanort here. I do. I disagree. They say, well, I think it's, I don't remember who says it, uh, but they say, oh yeah, in, t- in terms of there being two worlds, it's probably something to do with that guy. And it's, then we, you know, the camera is showing us young Master Xehanort. But what's interesting is that it's also blatant in we the game. We know games. The why, why the worlds are split. It's because one is Sora's dream yes. and the other is just the dream of Traverse Town. It's, it's blatantly... So it's weird that they imply that young Xehanort has anything to do with it. Well, young Master Xehanort did put Sora to sleep. He did split a world oh, okay. in, in, into twain in Kingdom Hearts 3. That's so, true. So, I'm, I don't know. Dream Theory confirmed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still haven't read that fucking document, and I refuse to. I'm sure it's great. Although, this is just me saying lore things. I don't remember who said it on Twitter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up while I say it. I just saw... Oh, oh wait, hold on. Plaquas started it. Plaquas says the literal only thing about Chain of Memories... Plaquas started it! Plaquas says the only thing I don't understand about Chain of Memories is how King Mickey gets to Castle Oblivion. He just gets a card to Twilight Town when he's in the Realm of Darkness. And it's like, who gave him that? And then uh, Twitter user CookieFart says, I don't think a real answer really exists, but I desperately want it to be Luxord's wild card from Kingdom Hearts 3. And that's the the wildest theory I've read. And it's so stupid. I hope it's real. I hope somehow time travel gets us there. I would love it if they pulled a Mickey shirt thing where they bent themselves backwards to try and answer this question that no one had. No one has this question. It just happens and it's fine. Anyways, it is. Although, yes, you're right. This is a franchise where they show us Mickey's shirt get blown off for continuity's sake. Mm hmm. Um, okay, so Neku brings Sora to young Xehanort when young Xehanort starts to approach menacingly. Uh, <laughs> Neku's like, whoa, that wasn't part of the deal. You said you wouldn't hurt him. And then Sora falls asleep. Yes. And then we cut to Riku waking up in the same spot in in the third district. There's probably some Pepe Sylvia board where someone's like. This is where Sora met Riku again in Kingdom Hearts 1. It was the third district, and I, I'm not making it, but I'm, I'm suggesting it's, it's possible existence. Riku, 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 Ricky, uh, Ricky Goldsworth is here, and he, he kind of pulls a Neku thinking monologue, but out loud. At least I assume it's out loud. I oh, guess I wasn't yeah, looking yeah. at his mouth. But he, he says, am I in Traverse Town? My clothes are changed. And he yells for Sora. That, that's surely out loud. And he kind of recaps the game's plot up to this point. He's like, I remember we fell overboard when Ursula attacked. And then we found a keyhole. So this must be one of the sleeping worlds. My keyblade. It just sort of popped into my hand when I needed it most. Right. It started. Of course, he's wrong. Uh, because he went into Sora's dream and not into a sleeping world necessarily. Correct. Joshua is there and he says, Wow, where's your portal? It takes something special to jump between grounds without one. Who are you? My name is Joshua. What do you mean, portal? Are we just skipping past the part where you tell me your name? Riku says I'm Riku. Hello there, Riku. Portals are like gateways that link up our worlds. Apparently the world you and I are standing in right now, well, there are two copies of it sort of split in half. Portals are what let folks like us cross between them. Riku says there can be two of a world? 
The world is as many things as people need it to be. The concept that we all live in the same pl- in the same world, that's all in our heads. Surely you knew. I'll tell you what, Riku. I've got a little errand for you. This is a troubling sentence. For a, uh-huh. a color. Like, there, a world is as many things as people need it to be. It's, it's a pl- nice sounding platitude until you think about that one a little bit. Uh-huh. And then the next one's real interesting. The concept that we all live in the same world... That's all in our heads. So it's interesting because Joshua, one, we know Joshua knows about parallel worlds in the in the context of the world ends with you. Lord knows mm-hmm. if that fucking matters in Kingdom Hearts. Secondly, well, I mean, Joshua says parallel worlds in our second visit to Traverse Town, so maybe it does. Joshua, Joshua voice time Joshua. He, I don't know. It's just there's there's so many moving parts with how much I now know about Kingdom Hearts and the world ends with you, where I'm like, all right, parallel worlds. And then there's also fucking par- parallel people at this point in the mm-hmm. world ends with you. Um, and also everything he's talking about, the potential of like everything that he says and explains in the first visit to Traverse Town. I almost want to just fucking throw out because later he learns that they're in a dream. He figures out more. Yeah. So because it's interesting that he's positing that parallel worlds exist in a franchise that later introduces world lines. But also, this isn't that. But also, the phrase, right. the concept that we all live in the same world, that's our, all in our heads, is fascinating when this franchise also says there used to be one big world, and it split the fuck up. So, mm-hmm. just, you know, saying things that won't have satisfying conclusions in this episode. This is a downer of an app, huh? I'm, uh, uh, we haven't even gotten to the rhyme stuff yet. Mm-hmm. Riku says, sorry, I don't trust you, and Joshua says... Aw, at least hear me out. I'm looking for a girl named Rhyme. She's the key to the portal. And on the other side, who knows who we'll find? Maybe even your friend, Sora. Riku says, you know Sora? Now I have your attention. But, unfortunately, I don't know where he is. If he's not in this version of the world, I can only assume he has to be in the other one. Simple logic. A world can be as many things as it needs to be, but this one's just two. So, Uh that's fine. Yeah, simple logic. Uh, they're gonna go looking for Rhyme. Riku's fighting some dream eaters and then learns how to make them. Uh, there is some interesting dialogue here where uh, Riku says, Joshua, why don't they ever attack you? And Joshua says, they being dream eaters, they won't go after you unless you're a dreamer, which is funny because I've got plenty of dreams. Riku, but they're definitely attacking me. So you think I'm a dreamer? Every human being is a dreamer. I had a friend once who said he's never dreamed of anything. But it turned out... That's not true. I don't think Neku ever said that. I'm assuming he's talking about Neku. I don't think he ever said that. But it turned out that his were the most powerful dreams of all. You sort of remind me of him. Why don't we give your dream shape? And then he explains the game mechanic. I don't give a shit. Interesting tidbit here. Joshua is not a player in this game. And reveals later that he... This world is his dream. Which is also not true. This, This, like, maybe Traverse Town is his dream. And Riku is in Sora's dream of this Traverse Town. This is some real fucking Inception For shit. For some reason, yeah. It will. Let's just get to. Let's just get to the end, and then we'll think about okay. it, right? Because there's like yeah. there's like the rhyme portal stuff that we need to add into our uh-huh. conception. And it is We're also just gonna ask questions until we get there. Added caveat: Riku is a dream eater already in this context. Yep. So that's further making a lot of this conversation invalidate it's like exposition that later invalidates itself but isn't necessarily wrong 
Kingdom Hearts right. is a game that has been written by people. And it feels very much like a Kingdom Kingdom Hearts uh is is really just people putting the tracks in front of them but they can't stop the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh I you know what? We're really getting into it as we as we return to Dream Drop Distance. And this is probably one of the with the exception of like the Sora and Riku relationship stuff, this is probably one of the worst written games. It's it's weird because I like so much about it. That's what I'm saying. Like there there are definitely good redeemable things about it, but if you were just talking about a narrative cohesion sense, mm-hmm. it, yeah, this is the throw your hands up in the air the most one. In, in in an attempt to recontextualize an entire franchise down a funnel for the to make Kingdom Hearts three possible. Like, all right, Sora needs to know everything. We need to set up all this big plot. We also need to set up Dream Eaters and Sleeping Worlds. And I guess maybe the world ends with you. And all this shit. And it just doesn't... <laughs> it, it also manages to introduce so much new stuff that is just mm-hmm. not explained or poorly explained. Because the, the, the thing is, this game... I always use the sixth sense as, a, as my metaphor for this. When, like... Something reveals something in the back third, but if you watch it a second time, it follows those rules. You can see it being set up. Yeah, you, yeah, it follows those rules really easily. Like, it doesn't, it never cheats itself. It never, it, it never, like, oh, well, this doesn't make sense anymore. Like, because you, like, you made one co- cohesive movie and then tacked on a twist at the end, but, like, The Sixth Sense is completely cohesive with that twist intact. Mm-hmm. This game, like a lot of pieces of media, is just it's just laying the tracks down as it goes, and it has this big reveal at the end of like, ah, you've been in Sora's dream the whole time, but now nothing fucking makes sense with that information. Mm-hmm. So Beat's here now. Yep. Uh, he thinks that. Yeah, he says, "I got you now, Joshua. Once I take you down, yo, me and Rhymes going back to where we belong." Beat's still trying to be the composer. I see. Mm-hmm. Presumably, I don't know. They're all kind of weirdly friendly with Joshua at this point. <laughs> I don't know when or if this takes place. Joshua says, Beat, how many times do we have to go over this? You've been tricked by that rogue in the black coat. Riku says, what? Black coats? But that's... What's in this season? Hmm. Joshua says, I'm telling you, you've made a friend of our enemy. Beat says, just can it, right? Your inverse psychiatry ain't gonna work. Let's go, dream eaters! That joke is still funny. Mm-hmm. Your notes here says, Riku or Joshua, I can't tell. Someone says what? I don't remember what we guessed when we recorded this last year, but watching it this time, it's definitely fucking Beat. Like, it's not Riku or Joshua. Oh. (laughs) It's Beat saying what, and then, man, not cool, because, like, Riku's gonna fight him, I guess. Oh. It's weird. It's still got that, like, every line is recorded in a vacuum problem that Kingdom Hearts has. With the exception, I don't know, maybe 3 doesn't have that problem as bad? I don't know. Who can say? I don't know. I haven't played it since last uh, January. Or at least listen to the cutscenes since last January. Anyways, I was listening fight. to uh, the podcast The Besties, which is a video game podcast with uh, Griffin and Justin McElroy and Russ Frustick and Chris Plant. And Griffin McElroy described Kingdom Hearts 3 as the worst game he's ever played. Wild. <laughs> I, and I'm like, man. Play some I, worse games. I don't play video games anymore that much. Maybe it is. I don't know. I had fun with it, but maybe it's just because I don't play games anymore. I, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's better than other Kingdom Hearts games. 
Yeah. So like either he's not playing them all and that's probably why it is, you know, doesn't make any fucking sense and is, you know, not satisfying. I mean, even me having played it all, it's like I wouldn't maybe, maybe satisfying isn't the word I'd use. Um, but I mean, it's fun. I would say it's bad. Mm-hmm. Wild take. Anyways, you fight. Riku fights. Riku wins. And uh, Beat says, you know what? Forget it. This is stale, yo. Joshua says, playing the tough guy 24-7, I'd be worn out too. Yeah, Joshua, you take down that toxic masculinity. Get his ass. Beat says, I just want to protect the one person who matters. Riku says, I know the feeling, and then he falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) What a touching moment. Good night. uh, Fuck the Yensid bullshit. Uh, Sora wakes back up in Traverse Town again. Where the fuck does he wake up? Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but he wakes up and Neku and uh, Young Xehanort are no longer there. He wakes up somewhere. Um, and, he's, and then he, he goes He to... wakes up in the, in the third district again. But uh, And then he goes looking around. He finds Rhyme. He says, hey, um, any chance you're Neku's partner? Rhyme says, um, I'm not really sure. All I know is that my name is Rhyme. Why does she lose her memory again? Will Rhyme ever be happy? <laughs> they don't, they really don't want her to be. Sora says, you mean you've lost your memory? Rhyme exclusively exists to suffer, and it fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, ugh, justice for Rhyme. That's, that's my, that's my now, what I need from Kingdom Hearts 4, is justice for Rhyme. That's my political affiliation. <laughs> Yeah, so Sora says, you've lost your memory. Rhyme says, yep. And Sora's like, oh, sorry. And Sora says, oh, rip. F in the chat. That's like, <laughs> that's like legit totes yeah. tragic. And, and then Jiminy goes, F. <laughs> Remember Jiminy Cricket? He's there. That's weird. That's weird. Uh-huh. He's, is, I, I don't actually think he is here right now. Really? I don't think so. Like, he shows up in... Uh, he oh, shows up in one of the world. worlds, but I think it's like That's that true. world's Jiminy. Man, oh, I right, wish yeah. I wish that world's Jiminy talked to to like to current Jiminy. Mm. That just just fuck me up with that shit. I'd probably actually be upset with that because I I don't actually trust this game to do bullshit like wild time travel or like stuff like that without actually just getting something wrong in a way that doesn't make sense. They go looking for Neku because Sora thinks maybe that could jog uh, Rhyme's memory. And whoever was playing the game when I took these notes switches to Riku. Riku is confused as to I why he fell asleep. I think it was Jet Monkey? Impossible to say. I think it... Who could or was this the know. Cyberman 65 joint? Who... I, I don't know. We, I, I would imagine that we plugged it last year when we did it. But we are just reading mm-hmm. your same notes from before. Um, shout out to guys, grocery games. Uh huh. Anyways, Riku's here. Riku wakes up and Joshua and Beat are gone, but Shiki is there and she's running away from Dream Eaters saying, hey, do you mind? Riku saves her and then Shiki says, seriously, thanks. I'm Shiki. How about you? Riku. Thanks, Riku. Sure. And he just fucking walks away. Mm-hmm. Does not give a shit. Uh, Shiki says, hey, that's it? You chat up a girl and then say, sure, and then walk off? Fucking the delivery on her saying sure did not appreciate it enough last mm-hmm. time we covered this game. It's fucking funny. Yeah, she's great. Love Shiki. Riku says, I'm not good at this stuff. Sorry. Look, it's not safe here. You should go home. Shiki says, if it's dangerous, how can you just leave me here? Aren't you my knight in shining armor? And she winks and says, well, 
Knight, you've got the wrong idea. He is a knight in shining armor, but for a different boy. Uh, mm-hmm. Shiki says, oh my gosh, I was just kidding. You get out much? You remind me of this guy I know. Well, good thing we met. Yeah, great. I texted you this before we recorded, but after two people telling Riku that they remind him of presumably Neku, I my response is just, oh no, <laughs> I'm terrified uh, of what's to come. So what are... what what? What implications do you glean from that comparison? Well, Neku also exclusively suffers. The, all right, maybe maybe uh-huh. it's because I watched this after A New Day, which we will be covering next on the mm-hmm. podcast. I just, I, I don't know. The future is bleak. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, Riku continues looking for, for Josh and Beat, and she is Wow, falling. my old notes call Mr. Mew a teddy bear. It's funny that, you know what? It's almost funny that this, like, Riku doesn't have that exchange with Shiki. Like, in a minute, he'll mm-hmm. return it to her. And it's funny that he doesn't say, here's your teddy bear. And she, like, scolds him. Like, that's, like, the one yeah. fan service missing from this. Yeah. That or uh, anything good happening to Rhyme ever. Uh, anyways, Shiki tricks him into being caught by young master Xehanort. Same as the thing with Neku and Sora. Yeah, but yeah, as you write, the he, young Master Xehanort kicks the teddy bear at Riku. And he says something that makes more sense now than it probably did to begin with. Uh, he says to Riku, how did you get here? Riku says, who are you? By choice or by chance, you cannot control what you are not aware of. This wakeless sleep will be your prison to wander forever. What do you mean? He's in a dream. And if he doesn't know he's yeah. in a dream, is he fucked? Or is he, I don't, I don't, I, I, guess. I don't, I mean, I don't know what happens. He's saying you can't do anything from Sora's dream, especially if you don't know where the fuck you are. I don't know. I think it's just more ominous than it really matters because Riku can do anything when he's gay. Oh no, I just shouted, what do you mean? Because that's what Riku says. Oh. <laughs> fair. Also. The that's thing literally is, the next line. <laughs> that's fair. It also is still confusing. So I, either way, I, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Beats here and says, don't you listen to that punk. Shiki's going to be fine. She told me what's up. Hoodie here set this whole thing up, yo. He promised to send Shiki back to our world and you was the cost to travel. Yo, this is seriously one half-baked excuse for a mission. Bet you ain't even a reaper. They, it is, it's funny that he calls the cloak a hoodie just because like that's. Oh, right. That's, that's, that's a good, uh, I mean, it has a hood, but. Considering Beat's experience with hoodies are like actual hoodies because Reapers wear them. Also, but yeah, so this seems to imply that Young Master Zaynort might have made the mission. But I don't know if that's where the timers came from. Like if he was like, hey, bring me these things and I'll take you back to your world. And then timers fucking pop up on their hands. Or if it's unrelated. Who could but say? I think it's, it's a decent enough thing to assume because Joshua doesn't seem to be running the game. So no. Uh, it's Young Master Xehanort, he takes off his hood, he summons a Dream Eater boss, and he runs away, you fight the boss. It's a big monkey, and a jack-in-the-box. It's great. What fucking happens? Oh, uh, so after you win, everyone's out there standing, and they see what looks like holograms. Um, but I, they're looking at their friends in the other world that Sora's in, because they see uh, Sora, Neku, Joshua, and Rhyme all standing together. Um, which we, you know, haven't seen that scene yet of them getting together. Um, Shiki says, hey, what's this? And they don't respond. Hold on. I have a dream drop distance 
logistics question. Sure. Riku is in Sora's dreams because Sora is asleep. Mm-hmm. How is Sora going from sleeping world to sleeping world if he's dreaming? Uh, it's implied that the the Xehanort crew are stringing him along. So is he really going to the sleeping worlds? It's just that he's sleepwalking through him? I I just shrugged. You couldn't see it, but oh. I'd I'd have to I'd have to literally do the work we did a year ago again to, to uh-huh. answer that question. Uh-huh. Uh or scroll down in this document for a long time. Based on my memory, I I trying to I I I'm trying to I was debating in my mind if I wanted to sing the line from Cats. I'm not going to. Uh-huh. It's Sora like falls asleep and wakes up in the sleeping worlds or a some sleeping worlds, but the thing is like He's not following the path that Yin Sid wanted him to. He's following the path that the Xehanorts wanted him to. And then young Xehanort puts him asleep a second time, like another layer deep when he gets to the world ends with you. Or not the, oh, uh, the, the world that never was. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I, we're, it's, this is going to be an episode where we get a fu- lot of fucking tweets and comments, I think. Mm-hmm. It's fair. Yeah, I we we I could have done more research. Like, I I could have refreshed myself better on this game. But I really am just I really did just watch these Traverse Town bits. Anyways, uh, I think Sora is in the Sleeping Worlds. He's just not doing what Yin said wanted him to, or he is, okay. and it's just at the end he's going to to the world ends with you. And I, if I did it again, the the world yeah. that never was instead of. I don't remember what his last stop was supposed to be. Uh, He's supposed to go back to Yen Sid's, right? I don't. I maybe. I, I think that's the right number or of or Destiny worlds. Islands, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, he doesn't do that. I'm pretty sure he is still in the sleeping worlds based on what happens in them. I don't think that can be explained away. But I know that Riku, Riku is in Sora's dreams of those worlds. I'm pretty sure. That is it's how just it's weird explained. that like this happens at all. I guess we'll just say he's daydreaming. Yeah, that's it. So they see, yeah, sorry, I interrupted you because I got confused. But um, they see the ver- the characters that are in the other version of the world. Uh, they kind of see them as holograms. They can't respond to them, though. Riku says, what are we seeing? And Beat says, this is so messed up, man. She's right in front of me and I can't reach her. Meaning, referring rhyme. to rhyme, Beat, uh, rhyme. <laughs> Riku, Riku says, if your hearts are connected, you'll reach her. Beat says, right. Shiki says, Neku. I actually think Beat says, rhyme here. Your note says, oh, right, because that seems like he would be responding to Riku. But I think he says, rhyme, because then Shiki says, Neku, and Riku says, Sora. Yeah, I bet you're right. Swap over to Sora. Sora and Rhyme find Neku uh, on a roof. Sora says, hey, Neku, it's you. Neku says, Sora, what? You actually still trust me? Of course I do. But you know I tricked you, right? That guy in the black coat? He said he could send me home. Me and my partner. But he said I had to bring you to him first. Sorry. No big deal. When it really mattered, you stood up for me. Besides, we're friends, right? Friends. Oh, hey, Neku, this year is Rhyme. Is she your game partner? Neku says no, and then she just fucking disappears. Mm-hmm. She might as well be T-posing the way that she is just not tuned in to what's happening at all. 
She's gone. And then, uh, a, you know, the black cloak figure appears again. Uh, Neku runs at him, gets launched away. Sora fights the big monkey man again. And uh, this time they see, uh, when they're outside of, of uh, what I believe says plant and flower, um, the weird place they're at, Sora sees the hologram now of Riku um, in a scene that we've already seen because it's Riku being approached by Young Master Xehanort on the stairs. I don't even think we mentioned that they were on stairs before. But anyways, uh, Sora says, Riku! Joshua comes through a portal and says, hold on, Sora. A portal that you might recognize if you finished Kingdom Hearts 3, because that's mm -hmm. the only fucking times it's been seen is a couple times in this game and the and, and that. And I guess Battle Gates, which maybe that's a something I hadn't considered about why Battle Gates looked like that. Neku says Joshua. Joshua says, hello, Neku. How long the days without you have felt? Rhyme comes out the portal. Sora says, Rhyme, I'm glad you're okay. Neku, do you know this guy? Neku says, yeah, Joshua. He's my friend. Okay, are you the one who took Rhyme away? And why do you know my name? If you'd like to sit down for a sec, I'll field your questions one at a time. Let's start with Rhyme. I'm hanging on to her dreams for her. They're my portal. Let's just say her dreams are a gateway between worlds. <laughs> says Sora, pretending to understand. Uh huh. It's it's interesting. Joshua saying I took her dreams to make a portal out of them somehow washed over me. Not like much easier before I knew that entry fees existed. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, well, that's weird to do that to make a portal out of someone's dreams. Also considering do you think that's why her memory is gone is because he took her dreams. Maybe I don't know. It could. It could be. She doesn't, like, speak. Later we find out that the Twiwi characters we see here are the dream remnants of them. Yes. Yeah. Which would imply that, I guess, if you take away your dreams when someone is just a dream, then probably it kind of makes sense that her memories would be gone. That's what I'm going to assume. Uh, yeah, I mean, she seems to know Beat later on. I don't know if mm. Joshua gives them back and just doesn't say anything about yeah. it, but... Uh, I'm so tired. Joshua says, Next, how could I possibly know your name, right? This town has a little secret. It only appears when someone out there has need of shelter. I'll spare you the details, but right now it's made up of my dreams. So of course I know you. I dreamed you up. I know your best friend Riku, too. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Fuck that. <laughs> that seems like genuinely not true. I mean, Sora, uh... Huh, I would, um... How could that possibly be true? It's confusing because in the other sleeping worlds, it's the world's dreaming kind of they're like... They're, they're... Either they're like last moments, as in the case of, uh... Very depressing. The, the As in the case of the Pinocchio one, mm -hmm. or just generally a moment from the memories of that world. Yeah, they're, they're maybe pretty this much one just, just like acts plot beats on loop that... Sora shows up and beats up his a art. So maybe this implies that this Traverse Town is not a sleeping world in the traditional sense, but it's a sleeping world in that Traverse Town shows up when someone needs shelter, and that someone happened to be the dreams left over of 
everyone from World Ends with you. So, so this is just—I mean, this is just how Joshua it, so it remembers is Joshua's him. dream. Okay, so yeah, that's what I would. If if we if you assume that Joshua is telling the truth and knows what he's talking about, she doesn't. Then I think that's then I think that is the interpretation. Sure. The, the the phrase I dreamed you up is really the the wrench in it all for me because I'm just like well that's I think that's just his way of saying you're in my dream so I know where you are yeah you are. I, sure all right that's probably a better reading of it later on he's gonna be like maybe these aren't parallel worlds maybe they're dreams or like maybe one is a dream of another one so that I think blurs that line a little more um anyways Sora says you know Riku yeah I'm kind of omniscient. Sure fucking is. Uh, then where is he? He's right inside this projection, in another imagining of this world. You mean another Traverse Town? Can I get there through your portal thing? Sad to say, it won't work for you. My portal thing only opens for the one with Rhyme's dreams. In this projection, you're seeing another chain of events, in another world trapped by the Dream Eaters. As for how the world got split in two, I have a feeling you'll need to ask this guy, and that's when young Xehanort... The well, the the uh, sort of projection of young Xehanort in the other world shows up, and Sora is seeing that scene play out. Yeah, and Sora says, "Him again? Who's that? Who's that, Xehanort?" <laughs> Rhyme says, "Beat." Naku says, "Shiki." Sora says, "Riku." Yeah, it's interesting that they do that to say, like, oh, maybe he split the worlds when, like, he didn't. But also, he is also kind of the impotent like he's the reason there is one like there is two yeah. uh and then later he splits worlds into and two again in 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 kingdom hearts 3 but i don't think those are dreams unless everything in Who kingdom hearts say? 3 is a dream <laughs> which i just i don't know i just i just don't know remind comes out in a month i know that Whew. anyways um we now get a what you described a year ago as an awkward montage of the still pretty awkward it's, yeah it is it's it's very out of nowhere, but we just see the character models of uh, the Worldlands with you characters spinning around on a white background, um, and they're and they're grouped off with their actual game partners from at least week one, I guess, um, because it beat is spinning alongside Rhyme and and uh, Neku is alongside Shiki, which seems to be the partners for this world, even though I think Neku spends more time with Beat overall. In the game. Right. Uh, and, I mean, Joshua is here to fucking begin with. And Rhyme is here to begin with. It's, it's you know, who knows? Uh, Joshua says, Joshua has a monologue he gives to uh, Sora and Riku simultaneously, somehow. And he says, in their world, something happened that brought their existence to an end. To keep them from fading altogether, I gathered up the last remnants of their dreams and looked for a place to give them refuge. It was then that this world appeared to answer my call, and Rhyme's dreams allowed us to reach it. Here, I thought they might have a chance, that the pieces of their dreams could make them whole again. Imagine my surprise when I realized that dreams take bodily form in this world. It struck me, by linking their dream pieces back together, maybe I could make them exist again. Maybe I could give them another chance. So, when I watched this originally, before I had seen through all of The World Ends With You, I assumed... That the world ends with you just ended with all the characters being dead. And well, this was like afterwards where Joshua takes them. Mm -hmm. But it, do it super doesn't end that way. No, it ends great. Um, but uh, I mean, a new day is kind of a cliffhanger. So. so 
maybe the implication is this happens after what the like it seems so so it seems so like a new day something ends with a happens cl- between a new day and this yeah presumably if if this is going to be canon by that rule this isn't the side effect of a parallel world of neku and, and the gang and and really what if who knows? this is the tin pin world <laughs> this could be the this tin pin neku who knows i don't know all i know is that the Yozora video has tin four in it yep so that's that's really why we're here struggling the way that we are it can't be riku says it can't be that simple which is I, it's a bold choice He's of words right. it's not simple but it's also not that simple it, yeah joshua says well why can't it by ourselves we're no one it's when other people look at us and see someone that's the moment we start to exist all they needed was for someone to see them connect with them and the two of you are a big part of making it happen. We are making it happen. Riku and Sora simultaneously say, Joshua, just who are you? Let's just say, a friend. And he fucking gets angel wings and flies away. Sora and Riku seal a keyhole. Great. So halfway through the game, you come back to Traverse Town. I, I've skipped down to that point in our notes that say return to Traverse Town. And uh, under that, it says Riku returns to Traverse Town. And Riku says, Traverse Town? Why am I back? Uh, so I guess we're starting with, with Riku's return. I think what I watched today had Sora's first, which I don't Neither order makes more sense than the other. But Riku is approached by Joshua, who proceeds to explain to him things that make other shit make less sense. Uh, yeah, they st- he starts to explain that, like, all the World Ends With You characters found their game partners. Which, when he said that the portal only opened for someone with Rhyme's dreams, does that mean that he could open it for other people and let them through? Which is, one, interesting because he moved Rhyme through it. it mm. Just then, now he has, you know, reconnected everyone with their game partner. And I guess he was why just saying... Why could he have done that with Sora? Yes. Well, I, we know why he couldn't have done that with Sora. Right. But, but it's interesting that he, he is like, try? Uh-huh. yeah, he's like, no, fuck you, go away. <laughs> Anyways, Joshua goes on to explain that, like, hey, I thought that these two Traverse Towns were parallel worlds, which, as far as we know, Joshua's understanding of is like, you know, you know, in this Traverse Town, Ten Pin Slammer is really popular. Mm. But Joshua is wrong and goes on to explain, uh... After you and Sora left, Shiki crossed the portal to join her game partner. Did you notice? Players have a mission timer inscribed on their hands. When she got to the other side, Shiki had more time left on her clock than her partner. And when Beat's partner crossed over from the other side, she had less time. Uh, maybe the implication is that they also carry with them some of Rhyme's dreams, which is why they can pass through. That's possible. Riku, Riku says, so time flows differently here than there? So what? That's true of any two worlds. Their home world would be running on a different time axis, too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua says, yes, I understand that. But if these Traverse Towns were parallel worlds, then time would flow the same in both. But it doesn't. Ergo, they are not parallel worlds. You mean one's a pa- uh, you mean there's a past and a future? No. Impossible! Hmm. The worlds are clearly separate. It's not just time that sets them apart. As you, as you yourself noted, every world flows at its own pace which tells me that, for all their similarities, these are two distinct worlds. Distinct worlds? Yes, but this is all conjecture. It's like the same world imagined by two people. What does that tell you? That we're in... 
a dream. Yes, bravo again, Riku. In which case, none of this may matter one bit to me or my friends. But to you and Sora, I think it might be a vital clue. This makes perfect sense to me on the second go-around, actually. It does, yeah. Um, I think, I think we all got a little taken aback by the phrase time axis. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. Now, now, me and time axis are best buds. Yeah, we've, see- we've been through thick and thin together. Yeah, the, the time axis explains a lot of things away. Also, like... It doesn't. It does also not necessary. Like, for a while, it helped me grapple with Deventus shit, but honestly, the way that Unchained is wrapping up, it doesn't fucking matter. Anyways, although it probably, the time access would probably be a good way to explain Aqua not aging in the Dark Realm. It doesn't explain why Ventus didn't age, but who, you know. Huh! Anyways, yeah, it's fine. Uh, We know that Riku's in a dream. It would make sense that... It also kind of helps explain why... When they look at the other parallel world, it's a thing that either has happened or hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Very strange, but sure, fine. Just call it a dream. It is anyway very strange. I think I think that's like ultimately the last big lore thing. We can kind of breeze through the rest because a, um, a lot of it is Joshua kind of coaching Riku and Sora in between, like, hey, we're fighting a noise, uh, not a noise, we're fighting a... They call it a noise, but it's a dream eater. Do they, I don't, do they call it a noise? Yep. Oh, that might be why it's in my head. Well, they're fighting a thing, they're fighting a dream eater that can bounce through between these two different uh, Traverse Towns, and so they're basically saying, hey, Riku, get it into this spot, and then Joshua is also getting Sora in that spot on the other side, and um, you interact with the rest of the, the worlds with you. Gang, I, I no joke, I didn't even, I played the Switch version, so this doesn't apply to me, but no joke, I saw a visual cue of beat and rhyme fighting and went, that's the light puck! <laughs> that was supremely satisfying for me, a person who has not played the DS version. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wild. Uh, it happens again with, with, uh, with, with Neku and, and Shiki. But no, I, I mean, there's some, there's some cute interaction between Beat and Rhyme uh, that I think I do appreciate more now than I did before because I, I like these characters a lot. Um, there's, a lo- there's a long sequence where they're just arguing in front of the Dream Eater and then it screams at them. That is, uh, I like that scene a lot. It's, um, it's good. The last thing that, that probably lore matters is... When Sora leaves. Yeah, let's talk about this. So they essentially say that their their mission for their mission in the game is to defeat the stream eater boss that they've been chasing back and forth. It escapes out of the world and Sora's like, don't worry, I'll go after it and I'll beat it for you and you'll clear the mission. He never does that, right? I had this question, too, because I don't remember. I, I, I was looking at it and I thought, oh, it's feathers or like piano keys. Maybe it's maybe they do fight it in the the Fantasia world. Oh. Um, because it looks like it's like music themed. Um, but I genuinely don't remember if Sora does catch it and beat it, though. I'd have to like I'd have to look it up. Maybe someone will tweet at us about it. But uh, yeah, it is interesting that they are like, hey, if we don't like that's our mission. If like defeat the the Dream Eater or face erasure and they don't do it like we don't see yeah. it happen. Really, as long as someone beats it, it should be fine. I just don't remember if Sora actually does. I don't either, but I don't 
remember that happening, or at least I don't remember the game pointing it out to me that that's the same thing. It might have just it might have happened and not pointed it out. Mm-hmm. Like it might have just been a boss in that world. Mm-hmm. I know it's not Riku's boss because Riku has a cool flying section against I think Chernabog. I don't remember what the fuck Sora does in that world. Uh, anyways, yeah, I think that's like a lot of a lot of this is really just like letting the characters be cool and care like themselves with the exception of neku being rude to shiki and embarrassed that he cared about her but also then saying thank you joshua you are my friend like you're coming back home with us too so it's a weird mix of of characterization here and then neku says to sora see you in shibuya yeah so when sora goes like all right i'm gonna go and i'll I'll take care of uh this this stream eater for you i'll chase it down I can leave. Uh, so he goes to do that. Neku repeats the earlier line by saying, like, Sora, thanks. It wasn't easy, but you made it easier. Sora says, yeah. Shiki says, wow, Neku, you've changed. Neku says, huh? You think? Yeah. You're less dorky. What? What? And then now to, to Sora. Once you find your friend, Sora, you should come hang out in our town. Neku says, definitely. See you in Shibuya. And Sora says, sure. It's a deal. And they all put their hands in together. Joshua says, anything I should pass on to Riku? And uh, Sora says, nah, I'll see him soon. Sora sees, seals the keyhole and then he leaves. And that's it. I, I, the way that they talk about leaving and going after the, the Dream Eater, I keep wanting to say noise. I was, I'm assuming this is the last one, like the last segment of them trying to fight it. So I don't think Joshua talks to Riku again. Uh, well, I mean, Sora doesn't ask him to say anything, so... Sure, but I guess I just figured... I, I don't know. I guess Riku really just goes wherever Sora goes. Um, Sora, go, go. <laughs> uh, well, that took twice as long as I thought it was going to, uh, because yeah. we had a lot of <laughs> questions and uh, confusion on the game that we definitely covered a year ago. This game's wild. Mm-hmm. I just, like, kept reading down, and I just read, Pete has many. Sure does. Where are you on the internet, Joe? Twitter.com slash Ghost of Joe. Ghost of J-O. Uh, and I make some other podcasts that you could uh, you could check out if you want. Uh, my Fallout Boy show is on break um, for, for, the, for two weeks for the holidays. But uh, if you, if you want to hear me and my friend Caitlin in-depth discuss Fallout Boy songs, uh, some of them we like, some of them we like less. Uh, that's that's a podcast called Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting. Wheels was on it once a year ago. Every member of my family was on that show at one point. <laughs> my immediate, fa- I, I, aka me and my wife. My cat has not uh, appeared yet. No, I don't. Did you have O'Hare when you guessed it? Mm, when would I have guessed it? It would have. I mean, it would have been last November or December. I don't remember the day or month. So even. then I would have just gotten him. So he might not have been as loud. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised that O'Hare didn't scream during carly's guesting but yeah the episode with carly's great that's like one of one of the favorite ones that i think we've done but yeah you can find that on the same podcast network as this one if you go to theorangegroves.com also based on this coming out uh on the 24th of december uh tomorrow on 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 the the lord's birthday uh we will be releasing the lord's podcast interstitial our 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 live show from extra life it's been on Patreon for a little bit, but it will be public in the public feed and the video will also be public and free linked in the description. Uh, if you go over to the interstitial feed or maybe you still have it subscribed, if you listened 
yeah, it's a fun little impromptu tabletop sesh that we did for that stream. And um, yeah, you should you should check it out if you're a fan of of that show. And that's that's gonna be my plugs for now. Where are you on the internet, Wheels? Twitter.com slash the Travis W and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. We're finishing up our root season. Um, we actually we just uh, recorded the finale. I can't remember how when this will release overlaps with how that show releases. But suffice it to say, the root season is almost over or is over as of when you're listening to this. Uh, so you can binge that whole thing or most of that whole thing. Um, then we're doing a series of little things over the holidays. Uh, and then we'll start um, a new full season after that on Very Random Encounters. Hell yeah. You can follow this show on Twitter at MemorizeCast. You can support this show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash MemorizeCast. And uh, you can join our Discord server. It's in our pinned tweet and also in the show notes. Uh, Everything's in the show notes pretty much. And I I think that's it. So next time we will be back with the, the bonus A New Day stuff from The World Ends With You. And yeah, Remind is a coming. One one fear. <laughs> eh, I'm not worried about it. How bad could it be? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's like one fear. Uh, got it memorized. Got it memorized. <laughs> that was dream drop distance reverse rebirth. <laughs> got, got it, it. Memorized. memorized. Ten four.